I walk into a room hoping that someone is shocked that I'm expressing myself in a loud way because Asian women specifically have been known to be quiet in the past. Not even that they were quiet, but because society didn't want to hear their f-ing opinion. Sticky, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder, is your finger broken? Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Hey fam, welcome back to Don't Tell My Mother. I'm your host, Nikki Levy, and I'm so happy to be here with you. Don't Tell My Mother is where your favorite humans from movies, TV, sports, comedy, tell a true story they never want their moms to know. But they have no trouble telling you. Guys, today's episode is awesome. We have the comedian and actor, Sherry Cola. Sherry plays Alice in the hit freeform show, Good Trouble. It is soapy and angsty and queer and oh my God, I love it. And she's breaking into voice acting in the Paramount animation film, The Tiger's Apprentice, opposite Henry Golding, I'm totally hot for him, Sandra Oh, hotter for her, and the legendary Michelle Yeoh. Sherry has been an amazing stand for Asian American representation on TV and specifically queer Asian American representation. And as a fellow queer, I give her major props. Sherry is telling a story about why you should never hire her to house sit. Noted. Here is me and Miss Sherry Cola. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Nikki, let's do a countdown. Five. I love that Sherry's directing this. Four. Four. <laughs> three. I'm just a total power top. When He's a top, to like a motherfucker. <laughs> Two. One. All right, this is making it into the uh, show for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sherry. We're here. It's official. I'm so happy to be with you. So you and I met through another queer fellow comedian named Percy Rastamji. Percy. We're obsessed with Percy. Given COVID and, you know, not being able to perform, do you miss live comedy? Nikki, I just did my very first in-person show last Saturday. Was it last Saturday? I don't know. Everything's a blur. Uh, But yeah, it was such a thrill. But but the thing is, I was kind of anxious. I was like, oh, my goodness, am I am I rusty? You know what I mean? All these feelings. And I was like, you know, I just need to freaking do it because I, I miss it. Number one. And number two, it's like, let's just get back in the swing of things. No, totally. I'm proud of you. It's scary to do something that we haven't done in a really long time. By the way, Sherry Cola, that cannot be your real name. And I've never asked you this. What is your real name? Well. Here's the thing. No one actually knows my real name, so I'm not going to expose it. Okay. My my real name on the internet is Sharina Colada. If you were to Stop. Google Sherry Cola real name, it says Sharina Colada. And that's because I tweeted it as a joke a couple years ago. But my middle <laughs> name is Michelle. I will say my middle name is Michelle. That, that's real? 
That is real. That is on my social security card only because I chose it in okay. seventh grade. In seventh grade, when my parents became citizens, because my name wasn't legally Sherry Michelle. Yes. You know, um, I mysterious figured, last I name. That. <laughs> um, so when my parents became a citizen in seventh grade, I automatically could like, you know, change my name to my American name that I've been going by, Sherry. Um, and I was obsessed with Michelle Branch. Obsessed. Still am to this day. Spirit Room is my Bible. Oh, my God. That is so millennial queer. I don't even know what to say. Well, I like Sherry, Sherry, and I like Michelle. So you are on a very cool, very queer TV show called Good Trouble on Freeform. It's a spinoff of The Fosters. And you play Alice Kwan, a gay stand-up comic. Tell me how you got this role. First of all, I read this description of this character, and it already just, I mean, blew my mind that uh, this was written and someone wanted to see this on the screen. This was 2018, and representation in the Asian community was still just, I mean, it was dry out here in these streets, you know? And currently, (laughs) there's still so much more work Mm -hmm. to be done. But in 2018, there was even less, you know? But the point is, this character, right? It it said lesbian, first generation, not out to her parents. Uh, And, you know, at the time, I wasn't out as bisexual to my own mother. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this just landing this role really inspired me to spread my wings in that way as well, you know, spread my own wings, you know, to be liberated in my own life. It's so cool. You know, I love that playing this character encouraged you to come out for real in your own life. How did your mom take it? Well, it was before, you know, Alice even came out on the screen. It was right when I booked Good Trouble. I just decided, yeah. you know, I should have this conversation with my mom just wow. so I can, you know, eventually when I'm talking on panels, you know what I mean? Be a little more open and kind of um, have that weight lifted off my shoulders. And of course, like I sat my mom down and it was like a 45 minute just tear tear fest on my end, really. And yes. she was just, she was just processing. And that's the thing is my mom, like, First of all, my mom was surprised, right? And that just shows mm-hmm. that, like, it, she grew up in Shanghai, and not that she's that traditional. I don't think mm-hmm. my parents. I don't think my parents were that traditional growing up. But like, she didn't grow up number one seeing that much, you know, queer representation on the screen, right? And and we didn't, and we're younger than her, right? right. Like we're probably thirty years younger than yeah. her, or whatever. So and and you know, so to her, like, that's not even like a possible route like because it just it's not even like in the cards right like that your kid might uh not be hetero you know it's just like to her she just expected expected a simple life you know like she uh you know thinks you know let's just live our lives and 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 you you know get married and have a kid start a family and repeat cycle you know so um it just it blew her mind a little bit. Yes. She was processing it. And, you know, it, yeah. it just. Listen, it's still a conversation. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Totally. Did your mom ever give you the birds and the bees talk? I, did you ever get that? Oh, I never officially got that. I wondered if you if you did get that. My mom, when I went to college. She said, don't have a baby. Verbatim. <laughs> that's Verbatim. Verbatim. Oh, also, when I first started using tampons. She said, like, that's for married people. And this was like freshman year of high school, you know? Did you grow up in a house where your mom 
like encouraged you to be open and honest or were things not talked about? Things weren't really talked about. I mean, I don't know. It's like my mom's focus was hard work and just, you know, providing for me and survival with with an, an Asian immigrant mother. Survival is the number one uh, switch. Yeah. Switch in their body. That's, you know, on. And it's the other stuff. It's like everything's a plus. You know, even with what I'm doing now, even with what I'm doing now, the fact that I call my mom every day, like that is a plus, you know, like that, like she doesn't expect anything from me, but the fact that I am now on TV. So these little moments, these little things, I think um, are really bonuses. And I've never actually said that out loud in this way, but kind of, yeah, it's like as an immigrant, you don't expect much, right? Where we're hoping to have the American dream in the most comfortable way, right? We... The, the bare minimum, really, not that we ever do the bare minimum, we exceed, we overachieve in whatever we do, because that's how I was raised, that's how my mom taught me um, to always give 110%, but at the same time, it's like, a, we know it's fucked up, but it's like society, society tells us our worth, right, at a very young, you know, uh, back then. Um, and I wonder, I wonder we, if it's doing 110% so that you can achieve the bare minimum, almost like I have to do even more just to get that. I think so. Absolutely. And that is just, you know, the 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 story for immigrants, for, you know, marginalized folks, for, you know, it's at the end of the day, like society doesn't root for these these groups of people. Is part of the immigrant experience, do you think, for for your mom, who sounds like a very loving mom who wants to understand, just like, let's not make waves? Like, let's just do a really good job and not like draw undue attention to ourselves. Oh, for sure. Which is why yeah. this year was such, you know, a, a, a shifting year because, you know, everything going on in the world from the protests, you know, Black Lives Matter, etc. voting, mm-hmm. voting. You know, I was having yes. conversations with my mom that I'd never had in my 30 years and I regret wow. I regret not having these conversations sooner. If anything, I knew that my mom had that don't rock the boat mentality. I knew that yes. she had the sweep it under the rug mentality. Like, let's be nice. Let's I mean, I can't tell you how many times like my mom has done stuff in 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 a way where she kind of diminished herself just to avoid trouble. You, you know? know, yeah, which is so funny, right? The name of your show is Good Trouble. Right, trouble right. Can be, and, trouble can be good. Trouble that, can be okay. That's the thing. That's the thing. And it's like, damn, I wish I was having these conversations sooner. But at the same time, I also was slowly finding my voice as well. You know, I wasn't always this outspoken and like, you know, the the emotional power top energy. This was not, you know, <laughs> I wasn't born with this. You know, I also... Just, I don't know. I don't know when it shifted. Maybe it was watching Margaret Cho do stand up, but I always, oh, I always brilliant. kind of lived to break the stereotypes. You know, I walk into a room hoping that someone is shocked that, you know, I'm, I'm expressing myself in a loud way because, you know, it, it's, I want to break those barriers so badly because Asian women specifically have been known to be, you know, quiet in the past maybe not even not even that they were quiet but because society didn't want to hear their fucking opinion now it's like okay i'm now involving my mom in the 
activism, you know, truly is the word. And, and it, it feels really good to just be like, to just keep it more real with my mom nowadays. Yes. You're going to tell a story. You've always been kind of outspoken. You have a, you have a, you have a bit of a, of an edgy streak to you. I say the darnest things. And you are going to tell a story about a time when you were, when you were young and wild, Sherry, maybe let's say that. Does your mom, um, does your mom know this story? Well, no. I mean, if she does, it hasn't been spoken out loud. Okay, Sherry, tell me everything. This is a story about when I used to party at my dad's house when he was out of town, on the low. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, my dad, uh, had a house in Hacienda Heights and my parents are divorced and he would go to China all the time and he would give me his key to check his mail. That was my task. Here's the key to this empty house with a beautiful mm-hmm. backyard and a view and, and just get the mail for me, please. Right. So back in like my early twenties, I was such a party animal. Mm. You know, I had really cool friends. I had <laughs> that was the most annoying sentence to say out loud. I had really cool <laughs> friends. <laughs> but the point is, my friends are cooler than me is what I'm getting at. And mm. um, yeah, because even in high school, I hardly drank, you know. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I was always the DD, even, you know, a little in college. And then I kind of uh, went downhill. <laughs> and I, I was just so into, um, you know, drinking. And, and what was your what was your drink of choice at this age? Well, of course, Adios motherfuckers were that bitch back then. That blue drink, it was basically like three different alcohols in one cup. And because when you're young and and stupid and wild and free, um, all you want to do is get fucked up. You don't care about the quality of the mezcal. You know what I mean? You don't give a fuck about the the Himalayan salts on the rim. You just want to get fucked up. So one day, you know, I just decided... Well, it was also a brainstorm session with me and my friends who who love to party. They're like, why don't you just like drink at your dad's? Like, why don't we just go to your dad's, you know? Mm-hmm. And slowly mm-hmm. I would just have these parties at my dad's house twice a week even, you know? Uh, obviously, because, you know, I was still in college um, and, you know, we had things to do on the weekdays. But at least like twice a week we would go to my dad's and the amount of people just increased and increased because I had my college friends. I had, you know, my high school friends. I had, you know, um, just uh, friends of friends, friends of friends. I would have birthday parties for my friends at my dad's house. I hosted a beer pong tournament. (gasps) Like this was just the house, you know? And of course, you know, I mean, shit got fucked up. The fence broke at one point, had to fix it. Uh, the carpet got so dirty. Honestly, I feel like a piece of shit. I really do feel like a piece of shit because this was just not cool. But once again, you're 20. You want it to be cool and you want it to party. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was just the mission statement of 2009. Yes. Wanted to be cool, wanted to party. Wanted to party. So my mom, my parents have a restaurant and, uh, you know, my mom would like ask me to come help and work for the day. But really it's because I was 20 and so fucking, you know, selfish that I hardly spent time with my family. And of course I'm making up for it now, but my mom would essentially just want me to work at the restaurant on a Saturday to spend quality time. You know what I mean? And then she'll be like, I'll pay you. So, so, and so, and, uh, that was an opportunity for me because, um, at the end of, you know, my shift, I would just take that money and I'd go buy alcohol. Well, my, my 21 year old friends would buy us alcohol, of course. Um, and we'd go to my dad's and we'd rage. And, um, did your you know, mom know that? So, so your mom wanted to spend quality time with you. Did you want to spend quality time with her or were you just looking for beer money? You know, we had, we had tunnel, we had tunnel vision at the age of 20, right? (laughs) Yes, we do. True or false, Nikki? True or false? Look, we are, we're just, we're like, we're like, it's still a teenage time almost. So like, we're not thinking of like the bigger picture or being kind people. We're just thinking we're a little hiddenness. Oh, you know, I think my, my mom was on to me. I think because here's the thing, my parents were divorced and my dad and I almost had this emotional hiatus post-divorce because uh, they got divorced when I was in ninth grade. So it was that 13, 14. So this is cut to 20, right? Yeah. And we had this like emotional hiatus in my later teen years. So my point is, I don't think my dad was even comfortable to confront me mm. if he even knew, right? Because Clearly, the house was not in the same shape. The grass was fucked up. You know, it, it just like from all of the beer bongs, you know, it's a lot. Um, so I think even if he realized it, I don't think he would have confronted me because it's like this weird time where maybe he wanted to not upset me or I don't know. The point is, he might have mentioned something to my mom because even though they're divorced, even though they're divorced, they they have this relationship because uh, they both own the restaurant together. So they're still, you know, they have that. Um, so they still talk. Obviously, they've known each other since they were teenagers. So they have this, they have a rapport to an extent, right? So I think maybe he mentioned something to her because she one time said, and this is my mom, just like in her don't have a baby fashion, <laughs> she she says, okay, and don't, don't invite people to your dad's house. Like randomly, like randomly out of nowhere. So I think they knew and they just did it, you know, like, like they just didn't actually confront me about it. Um, but I will say, so basically there was this one moment, right? Where, um, it was like a day party, you know, the Saturday afternoon, I'm living my life. I'm having a day party. There's at least like 20 people in the backyard. And I, I go from the backyard to the front door to get my shoes. And I open the door and my aunt is standing right there. My dad's sister. Oh, and, no. and I'm like, whoa, hi. Like the timing could not have been more. I mean, I can't even believe the timing. And we're drinking. There's alcohol everywhere. And there's like the fridge is stocked. Like it is just I, we're I'm not even 21. So it's it's incriminating stuff. Right. So I'm like, oh, Auntie, like, what are you doing here? First of all, she's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, just, you know, um, checking out the house, you know, getting the mail, whatever I said. And I was like, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, I'm going to China like tomorrow. I'm just picking up some things for your dad. And I was Um, like, oh, okay. So I'm like, 
escorting her around the house. I'm like wrangling her. I'm like hovering, right? Just making sure she doesn't fucking see something. And now the people in the backyard, my friends, are are aware of the fact, like, to be quiet and hide, right? Yes, yes. She doesn't look in the backyard. She's grabbing the things and she goes to the fridge. And I'm freaking out. I'm about to freaking, you know, everything's about to drop out of my butt because... (laughs) There is so much alcohol in the fridge. And once again, I'm not 21 and I'm an innocent baby, fragile, you know, Chinese lady and <laughs> in my family's <laughs> eyes. Yeah. And she literally goes to grab the refrigerator handle and I'm sweating like this is like this, uh, this, is, this is it. Like she's going to see all this alcohol. She's going to snitch and I'm going to be in so much trouble. And she holds the refrigerator handle and then thinks for a second and then let's go. Why? And she, I don't know. Isn't that so interesting? Like she literally was about to open it and decided, oh, I don't need to. And also her daughter, my cousin, was also involved in the partying. So listen. No. Was I'll she drag, there at the time? No, no, no. I'll drag her down okay. with me, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was lit. It was popping. I think the cops might have come once, but I don't remember what happened. I think we got someone who was 21 to go talk to them or something. I'm surprised the neighbors never called. And and here's the thing. So I would, I'm such a procrastinator. I would throw a whole summer of parties and not actually throw out the trash. So like, <laughs> I would leave the house. <laughs> like Shit. on a Sunday, I'd leave. And the whole week, these half empty beer bottles would just be sitting there. So the next week I come back or even more than a week, like if I didn't end up going there, like I would come back and start cleaning. And I mean, there would be like mold in the beer bottles, like steaming mold. I know it's not cute. This is not the best chapter of my life, Nikki. This is not who I am. Truly. But but it's so it's so coming of age. I mean, you had a free house to yourself at 20 years old. What did your father expect you to do? Just get the mail? I think they thought I was a baby innocent angel. And here I am, you know, to the point where like if my dad was coming back on Tuesday on like Monday night, (laughs) I I rented a U-Haul to transfer all these trash bags to like the local like Vaughn's parking lot to put it in the dumpster. Like it was just not cute. It was not cute. Were there hookups at this party? Speaking of sex? Yes. Did you ever hook up? Do not lie to me. Looking at how cute (laughs) you are. Stop it. Honey. We were, we, gravity was not our enemy at that point in time. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I was even cuter, believe it or not. Well, what do you think your mom would say if you said, hey, mom, when I worked at your restaurant, um, just quote unquote, spend time with you, it was to get money to throw raiders at your ex-husband's house. That's, that, that's a log line. <laughs> <laughs> If I if I was doing nothing with my life right now, she'd be pretty pissed. Yeah. But, yep. you know, she and I were just in a Christmas Coles commercial together. Like, I can do no wrong at this point. Wait, you know? are you serious? Yes. You haven't seen it? No. And you are not bringing your mother on this call? Here's the thing. Also, she's a working woman, honey. This is peak business hours right Jesus now at the restaurant. Christ. What are you talking about? Nobody's eating at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, I know you don't want to tell your own mom about the the ragers at your dad's house but i'm thinking maybe you can tell my mother who's not you know you know a a chinese woman uh who owns a restaurant but she is a crazy jewish lady from the bronx sure 
And I think she she might want to give you her two cents because she gives her two cents on everything. So this is this is in that wheelhouse. I'll take the two cents. Let's go. Hello. Hold on. Hi, mom. Hi. Mom, we can't oh, see. I know why. Oh, you can see my mother. Hi, mom. Wait, what was the reason? It was flipped to the other side? No, what happened was I forgot to put up the uh, webcam. You picked, you know, the, the camera, basically. My mom, my mom. Oh, my does, goodness. My mom, my mom's a webcam girl. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I subscribe to her OnlyFans. Don't you worry. <laughs> so, mom, Sherry told a story today, okay? And she's not going to tell her mom because her mom might, her mom might, might not react great. We're not at that point yet. Well, okay? I, well and but also it's just, uh, why, you know, let's leave it in the past, you know, type of vibe. So I, we're I heard, gonna, I heard, we're gonna tell you. I heard all about your, uh, your Chinese Beyonce mom. <laughs> oh, wow. You've been doing the research, honey. Always, always. I, I don't want to appear like an idiot. So I got to know something. <laughs> So the log line for the sake of selling this sitcom uh, to NBC Thursday nights at eight is in exchange for quality time. My mom paid me to work at our restaurant every Saturday just for me to then secretly take that money to buy alcohol and throw huge parties, 50 plus capacity at my dad's house while he was out of town. Oh my god! <laughs> I, <laughs> Mom, are you impressed? I am very impressed. Your mother, as you said, is the bomb. <laughs> she didn't know, though, Ma. She didn't know. Oh, she did. yeah, no, she didn't know. Oh, she didn't know. I thought she, she knew. Know. She didn't know. Have you seen? Have you seen the show Euphoria? No. That is a snooze fest compared okay. to these parties. <laughs> Mom, is that impressive to you that Sherry would like at 20 years old? Yes, it's it's like risky business. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm an entrepreneur, okay? <laughs> Mom, did you ever party like this at 20 years old in the I, Bronx? I still never partied like this. I'm still waiting. <laughs> okay, here's here's wait, my question. Wait. Go ahead. Uh, if you ever plan another party like this, please invite me. Oh, I got you. Here's my question. Mom's good. Here's, here's my question, Mama Judy. Have you ever hit a beer bong? You know, I I can give all this advice, but I haven't experienced any of this. So you know, you know that tunnel, that funnel. You know what I'm yes, talking about, yes, right? I, that funnel. Yes, a keg. <laughs> no, not a have keg. You done, have you done a keg stand? Yeah. A keg stand. Yeah. You have not no, done a keg stand. I've done a keg stand though. Oh. A cake stand. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's a really good baker. Here's my question for the room. When's the first time you drank? What was your first experience drinking alcohol? Um, I think the first time was when I had my first or second date with uh, Nikki's dad. What? And what age was this? Uh, 1920. That and is not your... the first time you drank? Yeah, I never drank before, Nikki. I <laughs> Oh, see, just... do, do you remember what drink it was? Uh, let's see. Could have been a Singapore sling. It <laughs> could have been a, a oh, rainbow. Wait, what'd you call me? Uh, what'd you call Singapore me? Singapore sling. <laughs> <laughs> you are not from Singapore, so stop it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a, I'm a Shanghai sling. Exactly. Shanghai exactly. Slut. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't even know what that drink is. I got to look it up. I don't know either, but uh, I knew the name. I didn't know what was in it. <laughs> 
Honey, it got it got you a, a husband. That's for sure. Or, I, mean, I, I don't want to. Yeah, you know, you it, know it what? No, not, husband. Come to think of it, I shouldn't have ordered that. Hey, 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 hey! Don't tell your father. Don't tell your father. <laughs> Sherry, how are you turning into your mother? There's something that my mom does that I notice that she does. Uh, just with her hands like sometimes she's very fidgety like we're mm. very like um anxious almost like I, yes. i'll notice like you know she'll she'll do this thing <laughs> so this is something i do with my hands all the time i'll just do that like like it'll be by my side it'll be by my side and just i'll touch my uh uh thing index finger to my thumb and i'll just like it'll just be going as yes. i'm like processing the anxiousness or something i listen i didn't mean to unpack this deep mom but here i am what about you how am I turning into my mom? Oh, I tell you how I'm turning into my mom. I tweeze my face hair at every red light. I keep a tweezer in my car. You know how on your body there's some spots with the one hair that comes out like it's a groundhog it. day? That's, like that's groundhog it. day. Do we have nipple well, hairs? Of I always have nipple, nipple hairs. hairs. Yes. Let uh, me see. Why I think though? I might have one. I think I might have Sherry, one. Sherry, put your nipple back. <laughs> I think my <laughs> that's going to be the title of this episode. Put your nipple back. Put your I nipple think, back. I have, oh shoot, my bra's out. I got a little lace number going on for y'all. That's good. Sherry is a sexy woman. I, I'm so a vixen. I, yeah. I love a to, vixen? Add, to close <laughs> every show, Sherry, by having our guests tell us what they love about their mom. What is something you love? Oh my about goodness. This mystery, this mystery restaurateur woman. I'm so proud of her, you know, just being self-made and just working hard, Hell being yeah. an immigrant and just building nothing from scratch. And I'm sorry, nothing from scratch, uh, building everything from scratch. Uh, <laughs> English is my second language, Mama so. Judy. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Uh, but the point is, she's just an angel. Truly, 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 truly. Carrie, I'm so happy you're here. Mama, you know I love you know I love you being here. I will 100% do a beer pong next time you're in LA, okay? We, yes. we will do it. And we'll, we'll bring do you Sherry to the backyard. Definitely. We'll get we'll get a big one with three spouts. <laughs> post post vaccines. Right, post vaccines. I love you guys. I want you to take me out. If it's not one thing, it's your it's mother. Mwah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for listening, my friends. We hope you loved what you heard. I love Sherry. She's just the best. Follow Don't Tell My Mother on Instagram at Don't Tell My Mother. We have lots of fun stuff on there. We have amazing guests coming up. We love you. Remember what they say. Our moms know how to push our buttons because they're the ones who installed them. Mwah! My mishpucha. Mwah! Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him. And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoft. Co-producer, Andrew Condon. Edited and engineered by John Ross. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.